going to talk about wildfires and an interesting phenomenon that develops around them, especially when you get ones like we've seen so far this year. We talk about fires that create their own weather. Now, the wildfire situation in BC is still devastating, of course. Help is arriving from across Canada, Mexico, Australia, but still thousands evacuated or on evacuation alert. It's been a pretty fiery summer, not just in BC, but this extends into the western United States. We've got fires in Alberta, Manitoba, all over the place. And it's all being, of course, driven by record-setting heat and drought-like conditions in some areas, and it's created some pretty big fires. So let's find out exactly what it means in terms of creating their own weather, what these fires tell us. So joining us, we have Michael Fromm, who is a meteorologist at the United States Naval Research Laboratory. Michael, thank you for your time today. Good morning, Shay. Glad to be talking with you. Now, these fires, I guess what we're talking about primarily here is these are fires in particular are the kind that can generate their own weather, correct? What happens? That's correct. Yeah, they are particularly large uh, or intense fires that create enough of a, uh, of a hot bubble source to create this, what we call a convection column. Everybody can picture a, a cumulus cloud or a cumulonimbus cloud. Well, it starts its own cumulus cloud and cumulonimbus cloud. Uh, the fire itself does that. And so the fire and the smoke from it goes up into the column. And when it gets particularly intense, then it generates this pyrocumulonimbus, which is the fire equivalent of a thunderstorm, smoke uh, polluted thunderstorm that goes through a life cycle of two to five hours while it intensifies the fire, feedbacks, feeds back on the weather, and the weather feeds back on the fire growth, and you get this excitation, excitation that lasts for a few hours with devastating consequences on the ground and even some potential impact on the upper atmosphere. And that's the problem, right? It creates basically a positive feedback loop. The weather feeds the fire, and the fire feeds the weather, and on it goes. That's correct. Um, now, do these fires happen every year, or what we seeing, you know, in terms of the intense heat and the drought, is that making it worse, or is that causing it? Where does that fit into this whole equation? There's no doubt that the drought and the extreme heat that you have had this year are a positive um, predictor, as we say, of these uh, pyro-CB storms, but they are routine. Every year in Canada, uh, we can expect to see them. There was an anomalous year a few years ago where we saw none in Canada, but typically Canada is a seasonal country hotspot for pyro CBs from the Yukon all the way to Quebec. Um, and when we take a look at this, you know, uh, the cycle, is there a pattern? Of, like We've seen this in years past. This isn't brand new, but is it more intense this year? I would say that this year is... Um, uh, setting a new chart uh, for us in terms of okay. the number of big fires and the number of pyro CBs in Canada so far, and 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 you know like we we're, we're here in Alberta and, and like you say, but this is not a uniquely Alberta phenomenon this year especially, right? I mean the fires are, are right across Western North America, really. That's right, Western North America, and uh, and Canada. The very first pyro CB we recorded this summer was actually in May in Manitoba. Okay. And uh, then it's kind of bounced back and forth from the provinces uh, from the West Coast to Ontario. Interesting, yeah. And do you expect we'll see more of this throughout the summer? I mean, there's not really a season, right? It started early this year, and it looks like it's going to continue? It's going to continue. In fact, I'm not making any predictions, yep. but we're watching the fire weather in the upcoming days, and uh, we're, we're at risk uh, in the near term as well as in the weeks ahead. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing things heat right back up in this part of the world again, so we'll be on, uh, on alert for that. Um, thank you so much for your time, Michael. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Have a good day. You too.
That is Michael Fromm, who is a meteorologist with the United States Naval Research Laboratory. And as I said, the fire situation in uh, British Columbia, um, pretty much holding at this point. We're not seeing any more evacuation alerts added, uh, things like that. But you know how, how desperate the situation has been in parts of B.C. already this summer. Um, and with things starting to crank up once again in terms of heat, uh, for this weekend, we'll have to keep an eye on where things are going, but it's uh, it's been an interesting year, an early start. I mean, we see fires every year, uh, and there's all kinds of different reasons. Um, but at this point, what we're seeing so far this summer is uh, more severe than we typically see, especially in B.C. We've got thousands of people that are on evacuation alert, uh, and it's, it's uh, something we're going to have to keep an eye on.